0: Everybody, welcome to Let's Talk Recovery and Family. Everybody knows that's my favorite topic. My favorite topic, because one tends to overpower the other. If you're in addiction treatment, right, families don't get to get as involved, and there's a lot of growth that happens in an alcoholic or an addict that may not happen for the family unless, unless family members. Spouses, significant other people are willing to jump on the bandwagon when treatment is done and look for some of their own self-help groups. Not everybody's willing to do that. A lot of people are willing to just blame the addict or alcoholic. Say, that's on you. That's your fault. You're the one that needs to get better. Really, I don't understand why some family members would feel that way when they, just based on those kind of comments, come across pretty irritated, which means they've been influenced by what's been going on to some degree, wouldn't you think? Right? You can't make those kind of comments and have not been influenced somehow. That's on you. I didn't make this mess it's just crazy it's just crazy but unfortunately it happens but that doesn't mean that that the effects on the family are any less severe right that's not what that means it can be just as severe so you know with that said that's kind of what my topic is gonna be today addictions effects on the family Right. And that alone is a topic we could talk about all day. And you could pull up information on the internet and read all day. But, you know, it is important. It's important to gain some insight. <clears throat> and even after we're done here, I would suggest you do that. Go look up what some of the causes and effects are of addiction to a family, with the family, within the family. Right, look up all of those things um i don't ever proclaim to know it all i'm not some spiritual guru right all i can go on is what my own experiences are uh, in my personal life and working as an addictions counselor and a peer support specialist right um that's what i offer that's what i can give you um because i've had all those experiences of my own Uh, and that includes you know with family issues and concerns so but first, before we get there, uh, please don't forget to uh, hit that support button. I greatly appreciate it. Um, if you guys feel led to, I uh, make any sort of contribution, no matter how small, I don't care. Uh, any little thing helps, and it is absolutely, greatly appreciated. Um, every penny is a blessing, and it helps me maintain my computer stuff and microphone stuff and, you know, that kind of thing so well, let's get started the effects of addiction on an entire family does that even sound like it's a topic they could take show after show after show right day after day it could it could um but i did get a little bit of help i pulled this newsletter off of uh Peace Valley recovery website. It's really, really good stuff. And I've read some stuff off of their website before. Um, And it's a good place to get some, get some data, gain some knowledge, gain some wisdom, right? Um, And that's where you go. Why not get it from the horse's mouth, as they say, go to a counselor, go to a treatment website, go to a doctor's website, a whatever. Go to those people. Some of them have podcasts like me. Some of them have actual websites of their own, right? All kinds of stuff. So it's uh, very easy to find, very easy to find. So the effects of someone's struggle with drugs stretches out far beyond them. Their immediate family also feels the impact when their loved one has a drug or alcohol problem whether it's a child parent or spouse whomever addiction alters the lives of everyone who loves that person Mm. come on now let me read that again whether it's a child parent or spouse auntie uncle nephew whoever addiction alters the lives of everyone Who loves that person incredible and it does there are people up every night across the country maybe all over the world pacing the floor till late 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 hours of the night only to go to bed at one or two in the morning to still have their minds still pacing the floor with worry about that addicted son or daughter about that addicted spouse, right? And I don't know how people can go through that sort of scenario and feel like it doesn't impact them. It's the strangest thing to me. Addiction affects the entire family in many ways. Relationships, finances, safety, and more are are all at risk. Not just those things there. The specific effects depend on which person in the family unit has the problem, right? That varies. That varies. Let's say it is the breadwinner. The breadwinner, whether it it can be the wife or the husband, the significant other. You know, this day and age, everybody is trying to get fair everything. And for a while, my wife made quite a bit more money than me. As a program director at a treatment center so if she would have been the alcoholic or addict it would have had a big impact on the family on the family finances right so it doesn't matter who the breadwinner is if if it's that person that's in trouble the finances include everyone right the finances include everyone relationships can be an issue and have a strain. Addiction strains relationships no matter which person in the family has the problem. It doesn't matter if it's a parent, child, spouse, sibling, right? Every member of this family struggles alongside the addict to an extent. I've been trying to tell people that. In group setting, in family session, family sessions are always tough because I do get those guys that are very, very much so it's not my problem. And it's difficult to break that. I don't know if it's a defense, right? Maybe it is some sort of defense mechanism. Um, I don't know. And I'm sure it varies from family to family, right? Everyone struggles alongside the addict to some extent. Living with someone in active addiction is a daily challenge for everyone in the home. You guys know that, right? If you live with an alcoholic or addict in the home, everything in the house seems to orbit around that, right? If you don't believe me, here's an example. And that includes the kids. You know how many kids I've talked to that have Just not for some, well, I say for some odd reason, but it's not for some odd reason. Parents, you ever wonder why they don't invite their friends over? You ever wonder why they don't have sleepovers? Or just have friends over for dinner and video games? Have you ever asked yourself that? Usually it's because one of the alcohol or addict parent is way too unpredictable. To have someone over and feel confident enough that nothing crazy is going to happen right family members also respond in different ways some step back from the family unit to avoid engaging with the addict sure let him go to bed let her go to bed early or let everybody else go to bed let whoever the alcoholic is alcoholic addict mom dad let them stay up late get the kids put away it's only freaking 8 30 but he's already got a 12 pack down or she's already got a 12 pack down or in the bathroom using whatever right family members also respond in different ways and however you have handled that in the past might be how you'll continue to handle it if you don't get some help too some step back from the family unit to avoid engaging with The addict. That also means, um, oh, let's see, do you send the kids out to play with their friends more? Do you yourself go hang out with your friends more? Right? It's amazing. That's not my problem. How is it my problem? It's because you've changed your life and the things that you like to do to avoid fighting at home. You go hang out with buddies, whether they're girlfriends or their actual male buddies, right? That's avoidance. And to some degree, most families with an alcoholic or an addict in the family do those things. They don't want to involve themselves with the chaos that comes with addiction, Some take on the opposite role and try to influence or control the addict into stopping or getting help. Well, that don't work. Right? That don't work. The scary thing about addiction, listen to me, family. And alcoholics and addicts, too. The the terrifying thing about addiction is that it has to be self-diagnosed. The addict has to be the first one to say, I have a problem and acknowledge it. Has to be self diagnosed. The problem with that is the alcoholic or addict tends to be the last one to know. Everyone's isolated themselves, everyone's drifted apart. No one wants to be around. The kids are at the friends all the time, right? The sober spouse always gives them permission to have dinner and sleepovers at their friends. Right? Everybody has adjusted their own family routine. And their own family unit has just sort of disbanded. The bands broke up. Right? That happens. Others ride the middle line and try their best. To blend in oh don't do that don't do that I know you want to try to blend in you're gonna take the alcoholic addict spouse to a party knowing that he's gonna drink or she's gonna drink her drug twice as much and then you're gonna have an embarrassment embarrassing event trying to get them away from the party or away from the dinner with all the other friends right you can try to blend in Uh, but I can't promise you that it'll work I can't promise you it'll work and if your idea of blending in is to go have a few drinks with them you have just given them a permission statement because then they'll use why is it okay for you to drink although they know you have two or three beers throughout the week you go out to dinner you might have one or two and they have 12 Right? They're going to totally smooth over that kind of thing. Hold on, let me get some tea here. They'll totally smooth right on over that. Family, all you know, they all do respond in different ways. Don't try the blend in method. It's not a good thing. Not a good thing for anybody. Right? It's not safe. Um, if you decide that you want to have a drink too, I've seen family members to, um, actually try methamphetamine just because they have a meth addicted spouse. Oh my gosh. If you're addicted to methamphetamine, anything really, and you allow your loved one to engage just so they can find some sort of pathetic connection to you shame on you shame on you family members friends don't do it because it ain't gonna matter if you start using too just to have this connection right because it's all smoke and mirrors it's all on borrowed time right all on borrowed time and really besides that every time you use it just solidifies to them in their mind that it's okay because you know you're probably dealing with a 40 50 year old adolescent who's going to sound like an adolescent when they say will you do it don't do it i'm telling you if you don't want them to have another permission statement another way to argue their point don't start using with them worst thing you can do worst thing you can do right now let's talk about some effects it has on parents parents who have a child with an addiction problem have a unique set of difficulties which is true they may feel responsible for the path their child chose And wonder where they went wrong. Please don't do that either. It's not your fault parents. Unless you're the ones that introduced the child. If you're the ones that introduced the child. To drinking and drugging. uh, Then I would say yeah. Yeah. You got a little bit of a hand in it. um, For sure. Um, Because it's going to make it that much easier for them to do it with their friends. Because my parents let me. It must be okay. It's not okay. And you got to set that stage immediately. Not okay. Whole new set of unique difficulties for sure. They may feel responsible for the path their child has chose. And wonder where they went wrong. In most cases, the parents didn't go wrong. As I said a second ago, they're going to try with their friends anyway. If they're going to try it. At all they'll try it with their friends but have the having the idea of it implanted that it's okay cuz mom and dad do it with me is gonna make it easier for them to make that decision to use drink or drug with the friends right and again if that's not you don't blame yourself kids don't tell you everything right they can be being bullied, you know, or feel like by friends, by, I guess they wouldn't be friends, but, you know, maybe something went wrong with the teacher, right? Um, clinical depression can come on pretty early. Maybe nobody did anything wrong. And they're dealing with depression, right? Maybe there's some early signs of bipolar disorder, something mental health wise is my point. That could be. The activating event, right? So be mindful of that. Be mindful of that. It's not always the parent's fault. They are constantly plagued by worry, worrying about their safety and well-being. Parents are always worried about their kids. It creates a whole another stressor. It's painful to be a parent and feel powerless. As you watch your child suffer. Mm. That one I know, personally. My youngest stepdaughter's got issues. Got issues. And as much as we've tried and tried and tried to help, it doesn't seem to go anywhere. And it's not just me as a stepdad and her mom, but it's the biological father, her dad, and her stepmom. Everybody's tried. Many try supporting their children financially, hoping they will turn their life around. Some parents take on an overbearing um, and enabling role. Be careful of that. Don't always give money. Don't always make choices easy. Right? This creates an inappropriately dependent relationship as the child grows up. I know of some couples whose 25-year-old sons and daughters, that happens too, are still at home playing video games. Most of them are potheads. Marijuana severely reduces motivation. You wonder why your 30-year-old kid is in the basement playing video games? It's because he's high on marijuana and has no motivation. Marijuana is not the only problem, right? There are other drugs out there that can kind of tend to do the same thing. But if you feel like if they do it at home, it's safe. Oh, man. That may be true. And if being at home makes it safe, then guess what? They don't want to leave the safety. At some point, it's got to run its course. Don't let that child turn 35 years old in your house, in the same bedroom, with the same curtains and comforter that he had when he was 14. That's when he started smoking pot, probably. Don't let it happen. Do not let that happen. It is painful for parents to feel powerless. Right? Right? But they got to get their kid to grow up. Got to get their kid to grow up. So, another characteristic I mentioned was financial hardship. That needs no explanation. People know that there's people in any addiction. Right? In any addiction. And there are people out there at the casino right now. Blowing their mortgage. There'll be people at the bar tonight blowing their mortgage. There'll be people at the crack house tonight blowing their mortgage or car payment or whatever, right? You get the picture. It is uh, an equal opportunity disease. It don't care who you look like. It don't care what you look like. It don't care how pretty you smell, right? None of that. It don't care what your income is, what your income ain't. It does not care. It will take and take and take. And the crazy thing is, a little off topic, this disease has a way of creating this defensiveness in the alcoholic and addict. It's very strange how alcoholics and addicts will come across as though they'll defend it to the end and that's a little bit scary a little bit scary and for you faith people out there that's just teetering on a little bit demonic to me right even though in real time they're watching the consequences they're watching their people they're hurting They're watching the things going on around them that are negative, caused by their addiction. But they can still muster up the words to defend it. It It's just mind-boggling. It's what they say in Alcoholics Anonymous. It's cunning, baffling, and powerful. That's uh, how it earned its reputation, right? It's how it earned its reputation. But addiction also increased risks. Of abuse as addiction progresses we've talked about that way early on in the first few sessions as addiction progresses progresses people become unpredictable I just said that a few minutes ago they become unpredictable and difficult to deal with they are erratic just mentioned that nobody wants to invite the friends over um, because you don't know what the Erratic, alcoholic, erratic is gonna do. Right, they come across erratic, frustrated, sometimes angry. You don't know when they're gonna lash out. Right, and they don't care whose kids' friends are there. Right, your fourteen-year-old daughter's got a fourteen-year-old friend over because you decided to take a chance, and it's the one time the dad or mom, whoever the alcoholic or addict is. Becomes angry because they can't, you know. And they start lashing out at the other parent in front of the visiting teenager. Oh my gosh. Mm, Sickening. Go to bed. Right? When you know you get that way. And you're just going to keep on drinking and drugging anyway. Go to bed. Take yourself to bed. Right? Drugs. Drugs. Are not good alcohol is not good but we all know that right drugs and, and, and there's always these chances chances that another family member will also turn to the substances right if it's in the family that's how it goes somebody else can sometimes get curious There's a small chance that another family member will also turn to substances. Children who grow up with a family member that abuses drugs are more likely to turn to substances. Mom, if those pain pills helped you smooth the day out because of the stress you're feeling, guess what? The kids are going to want to know how they can smooth their day out. That includes you winos. Come on now. Right? You high society drinkers that only drink wine at night. But it's got to be a bottle or two at a time. Mmm. Come on. The kids are watching. The kids are watching. Right? They'll grow up with a family member that abuses drugs or alcohol and are more likely to turn to it too. They follow the example set for them. Siblings might use substances as a way to escape the chaos in the house Oftentimes substance use runs in the family The chances of having more than one person in the family with a problem is high Right, it's more likely you got an alcoholic aunt uncle mom dad Right? Or if it's the older sibling who's old enough, chances are it came from somewhere and will keep going. Right? The probability is high. This creates another pattern of addiction and the cycle starts all over again. starts all over again. Having a family member with addiction problems is painful, confusing, and overwhelming. The situation is not hopeless, though. Treatment facilities can help people with substance use problems. And the families who love them, they are out there. They are out there. But there are, I've, I mentioned it too in a few sessions before, the alcoholic or addict just finally, finally agrees to go into treatment and the family doesn't want to connect or plug in in any way that is such a backfire that is uh, that is just not a good recipe for success for that recovering or a person's reaching for recovery and going to treatment and they realize that the family themselves are not vested Oh my gosh. I can't even begin to describe how much, how much of a negative force that is. Incredible if you don't get plugged in. If you're going to bug, nag, and scare someone with ultimatums to get into treatment and then not get Invested in their treatment. That's a sad, sad situation. Sad situation. Get plugged in. Right? Get plugged in. Anyway, had a great time. I know this this topic is tough. The topic is always tough. When you're talking about addiction and addiction treatment. And the effects that it has on the alcoholic and addict. And then you throw in some of these kinds of things uh, about what it can do to the family as a whole. It's not an easy topic. But if we're not talking about it, it doesn't go away. It doesn't go away. So anyway, I appreciate this time. Hope you guys got something out of it. Don't be afraid to share it. You can blame it on me. Whatever happens, you say Jack said it. Right? Right? I am good with that. I am good with that. So all I want is for people to reach some degree of recovery. Not just the alcoholic or addict, but the whole family. Until next time, be blessed, everyone. Bye for now.